0: games the best stories both teams respect each other it's good rivalry the best area high school sports coverage
1: overtime in the division one semi-final
2: this is zimbrick honda's presentation of prep mania on 100.5 espn Zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania on your Monday night right down there Dennis go ahead and plug it right in <laughs> we are uh we are getting ready for our weekly studio shows here on Zibraconda's presentation of prep mania you got your headphones figured out Dennis Okay. now we gotta get your mic figured out yeah there we go <laughs> how are
0: you oh wow it's uh I, I can't believe final four next Monday already yeah, UNC the, and Duke. Uh, Blue Bloods. Yeah, it was fun to watch in Saint Peter's and whatever. But yeah. you knew the good teams are gonna. Yeah, yeah, and hey, uh, take a look at the company pool, buddy. Who do you got in the finals? Duke
2: and Villanova. I got Duke and Kansas. Oh, we're both still alive. You and I are gunning it out for the top spot. Your first time second, so yeah. I'm chasing you. Yeah, in the company pool. Wait, Alex Gravatt ran the show. Where are you? Oh, I think I'm second to last. <laughs> <laughs> I think the person who's below me didn't fill out the bracket. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're you're in last place. Oh, yeah. None of my guys are still
1: in the final five. Head-by. I think I might have had Kansas.
2: Okay, okay. There you go. That's Alex Gravatt running the show. I'm Alex Strope alongside the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Semrau. As we continue our uh, kind of – in between season studio shows we 'll be joined in about fifteen minutes by Stephanie Hauser, the executive director of the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association, as well as Rob Hamilton, a state winning baseball head coach at Sun Prairie High School, talking about his final season we'll talk to him at six thirty tonight here on zimbra conda's Mania. we'll also hear from Kylie Doherty this week 's UW Credit Union Student athlete of the week at about six forty five tonight so that 's all ahead in the next hour, but for now, we go into the Musing anecdotes of the great Dennis Semrau. Dennis, what's new in the last week? I think you you and I probably uh, slept a lot since the Boys' Day basketball tournament. Still I know was, I did.
0: Still watch a lot of basketball. Yeah, me too. Me too.
2: But yeah. a lot of sleep. Yeah, I started
0: working on spring sports uh, preview. Uh, softball and baseball were, we're supposed to start, <laughs> but uh, softball games got canceled last week because the, the weather the wasn't cooperating. Still, yeah. Right? It's, uh, Hamilton said earlier, we got to suck it up for one more week, and then uh, next week, uh, you know, when you got wind chills in the teens, uh, yeah, it's not baseball weather. And you got some track meets that are indoors right now,
2: but uh, well, probably about three weeks before we can start getting some good weather, I think. If we had to sign you up for one track and field event today, what would it be? (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: I like to try to throw the discus. All right, yeah. I like frisbee. I like playing frisbee, so uh, <laughs> the discus, yeah.
2: All right, I like that. Um, I wonder what I would do. I can't jump. can't run very fast. Maybe a long distance, 3,200?
0: Is that even an event? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, was, I was a sprinter in high school. Were you? Yeah, and uh, they, my freshman year, at Purdue Shin Campion, they took us. Uh, for gym class, they took us out to the golf course, and we're like, "What's what's going on here?" They had us run the golf course, and they wanted to see who survived. And whoever did, they wanted them out for cross country. So how'd you uh, do? No. Nah. <laughs> I was like, I wanted no part of it. <laughs> so uh, in the spring, I ended up being a sprinter. Huh. I like that. I played I played baseball and softball, and, uh, but uh, track. I I love track because of the uh, just the the diversity of the sport. Yeah, boys and girls, all divisions. This year. We'll be going back to the two-day format right out where across. you have either division one or two and three will do a morning on Friday, then the other will do the night, and then everything's together. I think all the finals. There's, there's usually ahead. about five or six finals on Friday for right. events in the rest are on Saturday. Right. So
2: That's your favorite event? Stay
0: track. Yeah, I, th- I think just because of the the day, it, w- it was interesting last year just to have the kids out there and do it all in one day, so you yeah, had distance runners running the two long you know, distance events. Instead of one one day, one the other, they were running them back to back almost. Yeah, which was tough. But um, yeah, uh, uh, what, what's cool about straight track now at lacrosse is they have this big video board. As you're coming right. down the stretch, you see it right by the. Finish so line. you have to yeah. ask everybody. Well, did you look up and kind of see where you were? You know, <laughs> you look around. It's coach around. You know, well, I don't want my coach to know, but yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> you right. You have to. But and, and as a as a fan. Um, or even if the media, we're at the finish line, and you get to see right. that uh, nothing like uh, watching the kids step up on the podium, and especially uh, well last year again, it was the crowds were a little different because they were split over three mm-hmm. days, but when you got you know ten twelve thousand people there, that's an immense event. And I, you know, Joe Thomas, you know, yeah, I remember watching him in, in state track winning the shot and the discus, and the tallest guy. I don't think I've been intimidated by too many. I went, and I was definitely looking up. It was like, look at Towser. Hi, Mark. <laughs> <You know, laughs> There's a little guy down here. Uh, and uh, he was such a competitor. But then the nicest guy, you'd see him out in, like, football and basketball. Yeah. You, Thomas went to state, I remember, in football, basketball, and in track and field his senior year. And the, my best Joe Thomas story was uh, when they used to have a shoot-around on Wednesday before the, the boys' tournament and the uh, girls' tournament right. at the fieldhouse and then at the Cole Center. Uh, we're out there and I'm uh, you know watching the prat- one of the practices and somebody comes uh. up to me and says, "Who's that guy with the beard over there in the corner? Is, <laughs> is that you know?" I'm looking for the head coach. Is that, is that the head coach? And I go, uh, "No, that's Joe Thomas. And he looked like a 25 year old." So he had a full blown beard. He had a beard. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, there he, you go. He was, he was pretty cool. Where did he
2: go to high school again? Brookfield. Uh,
0: Brookfield Brookville. Brookville Central. Central, I believe. Yeah. I believe that is correct. I that yeah. is All correct. I know is he's a Badger, and he will be a Badger until the day he dies. And a Cleveland Brown. Yeah. It's too bad. the Brown's just, you know, it's like
2: Ernie Banks playing for the Cubs. And right. They never went to the World Series. And right. Thomas never get new Super Bowl. All time great, but just uh, he never even got to the playoffs, did he? <laughs> Might have one year. Might have one year. Talk to our friends in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll shoot a call over there. Alex Drove Dennis Samurai with you here on Zimbrokanta's presentation of Prep Mania, uh, kind of the tw- in between season period. Dennis, there as you mentioned a few minutes back. Uh, obviously, uh, the weather hasn't been cooperating all the way for these spring sports, so we're not quite outside yet. Uh, We wrapped up the state boys basketball tournament, which is the last of the winter sessions uh, about a week and a day ago now, or a week and two days ago last Saturday. Uh, We wrapped that up. So kind of the in-between period. So we'll chat with Stephanie Hauser, the executive director of the WIAA. next segment. We'll talk with Rob Hamilton uh, entering his final season as the head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball coming off a state title win last year. Uh, So we'll chat with him. At, uh, at 6.30 and then at 6.45 we'll hear from this week's student athlete of the week, Kylie Doherty of uh, of Wisconsin Heights High School. So a uh, big show for you planned today. But Dennis, w- what else is new in the last week, pal? I mean, it, uh, it, you know... I think this is something people don't realize a lot of the time. Is you and I are practically uh, work work married during the uh, high school football and, and basketball season. So I haven't really talked to you in like a week. It just it, it feels like it's been forever. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I've missed out on so much. Oh,
0: we're taking a break from each other, right?
2: A little yeah. vacation time. Yeah. No, what I'm jealous of is
0: uh, all my friends that are in Cabo and Puerto Rico, and you know, I'm getting uh, all these emails, you know, from Florida or yeah. text and stuff, and I'm like. I, that's I, this time of years where I want to be down in spring training with the Brewers.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere warm, but I'm going to Boston on Thursday. Well, I'd like Boston. Yeah, I'm gonna go hang out there on Thursday, Friday. You gonna go Saturday. see a game. See uh, Celtics in town. I think so. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, oh, I think so. they play the something. Pacers. Gonna go see Malcolm Brogdon and uh, Kiefer Sykes. Okay, for the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, the. Uh
0: Trying to call up the uh, All State team here, and my computer's not. Well, exactly I saw Max Wisebrod
2: of uh, DeForest was named the top senior point guard in the state, even uh, over Mister Basketball. Oh, it's he South was uh, by uh, with Sports, yeah. yeah. And uh, but the uh,
0: AP All State team is out, uh, and uh, Max made second team. There you go. Uh, Jack Campion was on high honorable mention. That's if you're on two, more than two two ballots or more. Sure, not enough to make one of the four teams. Difference between uh, Associated Press, which. Uh, the writers' one, which came out today, for the boys, and uh, the uh, uh, WBCA, the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches, is they have a, a team for each division yeah. of, of at least ten players, okay. and then they have honorable mention. We do a, a four teams of five, so there's only twenty on our all-state team. Then we have about fifteen high honorable mentions, and then each of our regions get five. Jack Campion made the high. Uh, honorable Mention, along with Ben Olsen, who we got to see at some. Oh, right. He had a great end of the season. It's one of those years where he might be on one of those four teams, but uh, those top four teams, we got to see a lot of those players play at State.
2: Yeah. You know, getting to see Trimble play, what did you think of uh – Trouble. Well, uh, he was terrific going, Falls. going to University of North Carolina, uh, who was in the Final Four. Oh, he's, so. got, he's got to be thrilled about yeah, that. Yeah, he's got to man. be pretty pumped up about that. Uh, we're working to get him on the show here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's terrific. Obviously, that last shot, he didn't have the greatest of games, of course, in that semifinal for Menominee Falls. Yeah, part uh, of that was using foul trouble there. Right. A good part of this. Right, and that. then he had that last second shot that we thought was in, and then it came out, but – uh, really smooth, right? I mean, like that—that that is clearly a Division One talent. Was was the takeaway for me seeing him for the first time, and uh, just so smooth, and and it seems so mature, at least down the court as a as, as a court general. Yeah, the guy I was impressed with was Stephen Clay from his team. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He ended up making the second team. I saw that. Yeah, he had a really nice game against uh, Brookfield Central there,
0: and then we got to see Roadie from uh, from Central. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He carried that team. I mean, every time they seemed to need a big shot. What did he you finish one? with
2: in that state title game? Like thirty-one points and yeah, doubled it, was, it to rebounds. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I can. Uh, I got the final box score right here. There you go. And he ended up with uh, thirteen of twenty-seven from the field, thirty-four points, eight uh, rebounds, drew seven fouls. Wow. The team uh, Nina committed fifteen fouls. Seven of them were against Rody. Wow, that, that would be just under 50%. And, and that's in the new box scores they got ever since uh, the NCAA. Now, the high schools, we use the same thing the Badgers do. They went to this, um, you've got, you know, you always had offensive, defensive rebounds, but you have fouls made and fouls drawn. Uh, yeah, draw. I saw
2: that this year. I like that.
0: I like that. Yeah, yeah and. Uh, you look at it, just t- take a look at Johnny Davis's every game. You can see how much attention he draws, oh, right. how many times he goes to the line or how many times he gets fouled, not necessarily going to the line because you don't go to the line if it's a common foul, you know, one through six. Right. But, uh, yeah, there was, those are pretty impressive numbers for Rhodey, Uh Two assists, he had three turnovers, and he played uh, 34 the— 36
2: minutes the only wow. reason he didn't play the whole thing is because game was over and they brought in the subs right exactly exactly well yeah definitely a, a plethora of amazing talent at the uh cole center t- two weekends ago for the wia boys basketball state tournament the best one though was our our, our uh hopefully our new buddy luke Hurdle, for future badger
0: yeah how do you think uh, Lake country lutheran his his numbers were uh in the final game he was three of 12 from the field but eight of ten from the line he had 14 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists. He was one assist short of a triple double. Wow! At State. Wow! Yeah, so that's you think amazing. about that giving it up? Two the steals, highest stage. Yeah. Nine assists to one turnover. You think Bucky's going to like that? I think Bucky's going to like that. Now, now, can he play defense? That's the thing. Uh, you know, the Badgers are bringing in a shooter. They're one main recruit in the class, but
2: you got to be able to play defense at Wisconsin if you want to get on the floor. That's very true. So we'll, we'll see, see if but, he's uh, able to do that next year. Well, we will be joined next by. Stephanie Hauser, who's the executive director of the WIAA, will talk a little winter wrap up, preview some spring events, and her son also played in an NCAA tournament game that same weekend of the boys basketball tournament. So I wonder if she was uh, if she was there or not. So well, well, uh, we'll she was given on awards. I know uh, she was on yeah. Saturday, but yeah. where w- was she on Friday? Would be my question. So yeah. uh, find out we'll all find that, that out. and a whole lot more. We'll talk with Stephanie Hauser next. at Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on ESPN Madison. It's Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania here on one hundred point five ESPN Madison, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand. Alex Stroh, Dennis Semrau, on hand with you, and excited now to be joined via the phone line by the executive director of the WIAA, our friend Stephanie Hauser, on the line with us. Stephanie, appreciate the time as always. Are you uh, are you caught up on sleep following the hectic end of the winter sports season there?
1: I am. It was a quiet weekend at the Hauser household, and and I, I needed it. <laughs> it was it was a whirlwind last month, both on the personal and professional level. And yes, you bet. It was nice to have a weekend just to relax and do nothing. Did
0: you get to see Joey play?
1: We I did. Flew down to South Carolina for the Friday night game, and then I was back in Madison by tip off of the D five game the next morning, and it was. Flew back to South Carolina real early on Sunday, was there in time to see uh the last game against Duke. So it was it was a great weekend. Wouldn't have changed a thing.
2: Wow.
0: So
1: well, I would have changed one thing. I would have changed one thing, the outcome right. of, of the game on Sunday.
0: So you're rooting for Duke now that they they, they, they beat the Spartans or not?
1: Oh, boy. You know, I, I, I come from the mindset you always root for the team that knocks you out. So I guess my answer would have to be yes. That's a hard one for me.
0: <laughs> it's probably easier for Joey, though, right?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although, I don't know. He said he's not watching them play any game anymore. Oh, cause okay. he, he doesn't think they should have lost that one. So.
0: Okay. Well, awesome. Uh, we, uh, it's so, uh well, your flight arrangements back and forth with you know, being able to watch him play and uh, all the tournaments, uh, it's been a busy time going back to January when you had the first girls' state wrestling tournament. Uh, what was the response for that and uh, uh, future plans for when that will be held?
1: Oh, that was such a great way to start the winter tournament celebration. Um, you know, being the first ever, uh, we had some goals. We had some goals for attendance, and we, we, we blew those out of the water. There were so many wrestling fans that came to watch the girls. You know, you only have one shot at having the first time or something, and so it was it was an outstanding weekend for the girls and just such a memorable event for people who worked really hard to help get the sport of girls wrestling sh- sanctioned in the state of Wisconsin. So to see their, their efforts come to fruition was also extremely satisfying.
2: Yeah, and you bring up attendance, Stephanie. I, I know, obviously, that's always a, a talking point of every state tournament. But I, I want to focus specifically on boys basketball back in the Kohl Center for the first time since 2019. Attendance probably not exactly what what you wanted or expected, but but it's still obviously nice to get back to Madison. What'd you what'd you make of uh, the attendance numbers from the boys basketball state tournament at the Kohl Center? Well,
1: generally speaking, across the board, the attendance at the state tournaments themselves this year has been down. It wasn't just boys' basketball. Okay. Now, what we did see on the flip side was we saw really high attendance at the lower levels of competition, the regional and sectionals, more local events. So I, I don't really know the reasons why. You know, A lot of people have speculated some reasons why, but... Overall, in the fall, as we wrapped up, we saw our overall attendance numbers looking good, even though the numbers at state were down a little. So we are still working on finalizing all of our regional and sectional attendance. But, yes, certainly those at the state tournament were down. Um, you know, you, you, can, you can grab at a lot of reasons why you think maybe – But I'll tell you what, we're we're staying focused on those who were there and the kids that were there and just that sense of celebration and sense of normal, being back in our normal venue. So it was fun.
0: Well, it doesn't help when the Badgers are playing in Milwaukee in the NCAA tournament (laughs) the same weekend. You know, for all of us uh, that are Badger fans in the Madison area, and a lot of people, I think, went over. So that, you know, maybe some of the diehard fans that might have had a little impact. But I think you're right. Uh, Just to be able to see, starting with the girls' wrestling tournament, to be able to see the kids compete and then the support they got and uh, i mean what, what you're able to do for all the sports after last year in the pandemic i mean you had to feel somewhat more normal this year
1: oh definitely you know we are also celebrating 50 years celebration of title 9 and so we officially kicked that off at the girls wrestling tournament too so that added an extra level of excitement uh, with that first ever event, but you're right. It, it 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 all is feeling very much like it used to be. You know, everybody's learned some things through the pandemic. It has taught us things, some for the better, maybe some not. But we we've adjusted a lot of things that we do. But overall, the way you see the tournaments, they do look normal from the outside. Definitely, at the end of this year, we're going to reassess what the enrollments look like at all of these and see if there's some things that us our staff can do with our membership to help entice people either back or for the first time ever to come to the state tournaments
2: stephanie hauser the executive director of the WIAA, joining us here on prep mania alex strofe dennis semra with you and and stephanie we we talked about it on our broadcast uh, you know over the course of the last few weeks but as always it felt again this year WIAA state tournaments best in class just ultimately just so fun to attend and, and watch for for those that were there uh, so what's the what's the schedule like for you now as we pivot to spring sports as we try to you know duplicate the best in class experience again? what What do the next couple of weeks look like for you?
1: Well, our staff just had a, a big celebration this afternoon to wrap up the winter the winter season. You know, you mentioned something that I think is so important to point out, that they really are best-in-class events, and and we've been told that by many a coach who travel around the nation doing recruiting, that they are outstanding, and there's a lot of good people that make those happen, and you start with the 18 people in WIAA office, everybody has a piece of that puzzle when it's put together, it's not just those that you see at the venue. It's those who are also back in the office that that did so much groundwork to make them happen. But the venues themselves, people sometimes don't realize how much UW-Madison and the Rush Center and LaCrosse Center and all of our hosts this winter do to make those events run really smoothly. So it's with a lot of gratitude to a lot of people that we put forth spectacular events that we're all really proud of. So. This, this next few weeks in our office is still a little bit of wrap-up. We're doing a lot of our coaches' advisory meetings from the winter sports. That's a really important piece to all of us is to ask the stakeholders, what went really well? What can we do better? We're always seeking ways to improve. We never want to settle for, well, that was a really great event, but, but looking for what we can do better. So that's the next few weeks is wrapping up with those winter coaches and talking about potential changes for next season.
0: And then you've got the annual meeting coming up, and you're uh, going to be able to get everybody back in one place. And then uh, we talked earlier today, you have a special treat afterwards.
1: Yes. Now, that is the intent, unless something you know throws us a curveball like has happened a lot in the next two years. I don't want to jinx anything, but yes, our plan is to all be back at the Holiday Inn and Stevens Point with our full membership and attendance. Certainly, that is open to the public as well. You or any of those in the media that would like to attend are welcome to um, and we are doing a first-ever. We're going to have an open house back at the WIAA office as well as a cookout lunch. So we would oh. love to, to see you there and anybody else who, from the media who would like to join us back at the office.
2: Free food, media, yeah. we're there. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis and I might have to take a, to take a, a trip up ship. to my old stomping grounds in Stevens Point. That's awesome. Uh, Stephanie Hauser with and us. And
1: the, th- yeah, the, uh. the good news is I'm not cooking. <laughs> it's, it's being catered. Okay. Oh,
2: yeah. So does that mean you're not a good chef? Now I have to ask.
1: I do not know how to cook on a grill, and I hope I never have to learn. My <laughs> husband is a chef extraordinaire on the grill. I handle the inside cooking.
0: There you go. That's the way it works in a lot of places. You know, Same thing. My wife defers to me in the grill. I defer to her in the kitchen. And Even though yeah. Uh, yeah. from the bachelor days you have to remember how to make a few things. Alex, yeah, you're a right. bachelor.
2: Yeah. All right, yeah.
0: Yeah, so um uh, when you when you look at uh the the annual meeting coming up, are there any topics uh I mean, you usually have a few things that you have to pass uh rules and some changes along the way, but uh what are going to be some of the areas of interest? I I know what I want to ask you about is lacrosse. Uh is that the next sport that the WA could be adding?
1: That is something that we will be talking about not only at the annual meeting with the board of, but also with the board of control in upcoming months. Back in December the board approved the formation of an ad hoc committee to study the potential addition of that sport in the state of wisconsin for both boys and girls as a spring sport this request was initiated by our membership there were a couple conferences in our state who asked us to take an official look at adding that the constitution states that if five percent of our membership requests that we look at it we will do that and we do have five percent of our membership that is interested in the possibility of adding the sport of lacrosse so that committee has been meeting every other week since uh, December, yeah, since about mid-December. And they're getting close to being ready to put a formal proposal forth to the board to, to ask about that addition. That will probably happen at the April meeting, which is just the day before the, the annual meeting, or it will happen at the May board meeting. I will tell you, they're not looking to implement it as early as next school year. There's still a lot of conversations to have with the Wisconsin Lacrosse Federation and the athletic directors with their coaches and their lacrosse communities, but I believe they'll be looking to request the board to add it for the 23-24 school year. So we'll be talking about that at the annual meeting.
0: And uh, one of the things I want to ask you is last year we had the alternate season, so that kind of backed up spring. Well, we're already running into problems with softball and baseball that we're supposed to get started. You know, softball last week games, you know, weather conditions are right. Is there any talk about moving the spring season back or maybe compressing a little bit? Uh, I know last spring a lot of coaches, you know, were forced into that situation and they actually liked starting in April versus uh, mid-March when that uh, wind chills about 15 degrees.
1: Well, as, as we said earlier, COVID, you know, COVID forced a lot of changes and some of them we liked and some of them we didn't. And, you know, in some cases we went right back to doing things the way we always did. But that is something that softball and baseball coaches have inquired about specifically those two sports. There has not been a formal request to make any change, but there has been some discussion. Boy, could we start later? Well, if you want to keep the same length of season, that would mean you'd have to end later. And I'm not sure that schools would really want to do that. So then the other option would be, are you willing to compress the season? If you compress the season, do you want to change the maximum number of games? So there are a lot of questions to be asked. And certainly there there has been some discussion about it, but really nothing formal at this point softball and baseball coaches meet after their season concludes where they'll make recommendations for the future so nothing formal but yeah there there has been some talk about it and i think it's it's a good conversation to have
2: Stephanie, before we let you go, and appreciate the time as always, we're coming up on almost a year since it was announced that you, you would take over. I know you officially took over in July of last year, but uh, looking back at the last year, April sixteenth, twenty 2021, was when the Board of, uh, Board of Control announced you would take over as executive director. Probably been a bit of a whirlwind, but, but how, how, how have you evaluated kind of the first year since the decision was made?
1: Well, I trust me, I have a big smile on my face as you're asking the question. I know you can't see me, but I can sum it up in one word. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's been a whirlwind. I, I, I believe I've I've seen just about everything I can see in the nine months that I've I've been, you know, fortunate enough to be in this new role. But it's been it's been really a lot of fun, and that's why I have a big smile on my face. There have been wrinkles and little bumps along the way. But I just feel so fortunate to be doing what I do. And, and, you know, the old saying is true. Find something you love and then find a way to have someone pay you to do it. That's, yeah. that's how I feel. I feel yeah. fortunate every day that that I, I've been called upon by our membership to serve in this role. And, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Our new staff is coming together really nicely. Um, great new ideas, fresh perspective. We're certainly working really hard to fill the great big Gap that both Dave and and Wade left us as far as just knowledge of the of the association and their experience. They, those were hard shoes to fill, but we're working really hard to do that. And uh, we recently had one more new addition. We had a retirement. Dorothy Sankey retired after 33 years in her role with the WIAA, and Sheila Schofer who is not new to WIAA slid over into that new role and responsibility. And so we've just added Molly O'Brien. As an assistant to LeVar Ridgeway, she'll be serving as a sport director assistant. And that name might sound familiar to you because yes. she was a standout student athlete at Columbus High School and uh, as well as at UW-Milwaukee as a basketball player. And she, just, she was just announced to be in next year's induction class of the WBCA Hall of Fame as a player. Excited to have Molly join in our team.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, one of my cap times days, uh, our athlete, uh, I think our basketball player of the year, girls. Her dad, uh, Michael's, in the Hall of Fame, and be the first father daughter, we believe, right in the WBCA Hall of Fame. Uh, Might be.
1: I think you're right. I, I'm not sure, but I've been told that is the case.
0: Well, congratulations, and uh, Molly again, Columbus High School. She was a she was a stud. She was Alex, yep.
2: <laughs> well, Stephanie, appreciate the time as always, and congratulations on, uh, not quite, but almost a year in the role.
1: Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me.
2: That's Stephanie Hauser, the executive director of the WIA, joining us here on Prep Mania. We'll be joined by Rob Hamilton, head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, on the other side, uh, entering his final year as head coach and uh, looking to defend that state title. Uh, we'll talk with Rob Hamilton next. at Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania it's simulaconda's presentation of prep mania right here on 100.5 espn the espn app and wisconsin on demand alex strofe the dean dennis Samurai with you live from the park bank espn madison studios we are brought to you in part by our great friends over at stoughton trailers there's big trailers and big opportunities available at stoughton trailers stoughton trailers has hundreds of immediate openings for first and second shift opportunities at their stoughton broadhead and evansville locations for more information on these openings which start at 18 dollars per hour and up go to stowjobs.com that's s-t-o-jobs.com. stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunities it's time now to hear from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, which is Kylie Doherty of Wisconsin Heights High School. She sat down with the dean, Dennis Semrao. Last week, let's hear from Kylie Doherty of Wisconsin Heights High School. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Kylie Doherty from Wisconsin
0: Heights High School, a three-sport athlete. Welcome, Kylie. Hi, I'm
3: happy to be here. Uh,
0: volleyball, basketball, track and field. Do you have a favorite?
3: Um, it'd, it'd be a toss-up between volleyball and track. I love them both.
0: Are you going to get to compete in both in college at the University of Dubuque? Yes,
3: I'm very excited.
0: Oh, any uh, was concerned about you're going to be busy, uh, young lady.
3: Oh, definitely. I'll have a lot going on for me.
0: And that's a case where the coaches are more than happy to work it out oh, for you. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've been in contact with them a lot. They're really excited. and fun.
0: And you know, track we have two days, rain or heat. You yep. got the heat day, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. would you uh, would have been like to throw? Are you glad you didn't have to throw in the rain. Oh the yeah.
3: Day? I'm sure I would have fallen <laughs> on my face.
0: <laughs> no, you have Sean Discus though, Discus is your favorite.
3: Definitely, yeah.
0: And who have you worked with? Have you had a personal coach uh, to help you out?
3: Yeah, my uncle Joe Spangler has helped me out a stu- a ton.
0: And uh, did he compete in high school?
3: Yeah, he competed at Stoughton. Okay. He has the school record there I think still so.
0: Oh let's go and take a look at the, the record board there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, what kinda of, what has he worked with you on technique or yeah, mental t- approach or what I guess what for a discus throw, what's the most important thing?
3: Honestly just technique is huge. Like you don't need to be the buffest person there. You just need to have the best technique.
0: And how much is the mental focus building into
3: it? So much. You're just doing the same thing over and over and over. And you just got to keep your mind in every throw.
0: Yeah, I've covered enough track meets. You see the throwers are all together. It's like a little family that yeah. even though you're competing, you're trying to help each
2: other out.
3: Yeah, definitely. Like you don't get that with any other sports. Like I talk to my competitors all the time in track. And honestly, they're some of the nicest people I'll ever meet.
0: You also listed An uh, interesting Favorite team I've never seen this before The uh, Cross Plains uh, Home talent team That's your brother Will Yep that, uh, yeah. And Will was the state champion For baseball
3: Yeah he was yeah. But
0: uh, he was never On the podium in track right Because nope. he played baseball In the spring <laughs> Yeah uh, What what uh, I guess what kind of impact have your siblings, your family had on you as a student athlete?
3: Honestly, I look up to them all so much. Like, it's crazy. Like, in academics, too. Like, my siblings are so smart, and I just want to live up to that, too.
0: Now you're part of the Middleton district in Cross Plains, but your family opted for heights for a smaller environment. Was that because obviously you walk through the heights, you probably know just about everybody in school, there, oh, right? Oh,
3: yeah. I, I look around, and I every single person's name.
0: It said you, uh, you drive a Liberty Jeep Jenny yes yeah, your Jeep's name is Jenny
3: yes I named her Jenny she's amazing I love her
0: <laughs> and uh, do you work on it or do you have family members that work on it
3: oh or? no I know nothing about cars I only know she's a Jeep Liberty and I call her Jenny <laughs> okay
0: well our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week Kylie Doherty from Wisconsin Heights
2: Kylie hope you have a great rest of the senior year and see you at state track
3: yes thank you
2: State track is Dennis Samrau's favorite place in the world, I think. It's got to be up there at least. That's Kylie Doherty of Wisconsin Heights High School alongside the Dean, Dennis Samrau, this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Dennis, I I don't know what was more fun in that interview the fact that you brought up state track a bunch of times or the fact that she has a nice name for her Jeep Liberty? Well, I I think the uh, state
0: track. I mean, obviously, uh, that's her forte getting to be able to compete. In track and volleyball at right. the next level is pretty impressive. At Dubuque University, And she's right? a great student, too. So uh, she will be a pretty busy young lady for the next four to five years.
2: I couldn't imagine. See, being a multi-sport athlete in high school makes you busy. I couldn't imagine doing that at the collegiate level. That's just – got to be a little bit nuts to do that, in a good way. Well, you look at uh, the
0: godfather. Well, you can see it's godfather Pat Richter. Pat uh, Richter, three-sport athlete at the <laughs> in, collegiate in, level. Wisconsin. I mean, I, I'm still amazed. And – uh, I did. uh was the baseball sports information director there uh, back in the 80s, and you know, looking at the, then they had more, you know, two and two sport athletes. But back in the 60s, it was you. You didn't have the training and everything else, and all the sports weren't year round the way they are now. Right. So it's uh, you get this nice school. Well, you know, if they would have concentrated more on this sport, they probably would have been better. You know back then the coaches shared athletes, but you also had coaches in a high school level who might coach all three of those sports the year round you know so it was a little bit different situation uh, but uh, yeah for kylie uh, for um you can see it at the the n e i a the division three level it's a little bit easier opportunity but then again um you know, you want to have some kind of a social life, so that right. kind of right. puts a grip on you. Your social life are your teammates, pretty much, because that's who you live and breathe with.
2: Exactly. You just gotta you gotta get used to them because you're gonna be eating, breathing, and hanging out with them nonstop. <laughs> this is Imperconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on one hundred point five ESPN, Alex Strove. Dennis Semrao. I think I'm loopy, Dennis. I think I'm still tired because I just said a sentence that made no sense. And both you and Alex Gravatt, who's running the I show for us, I, just shot me the weirdest look. Are, are you okay there? I uh, think yeah. so. I think I'm alright. right. Uh, you're still in shock Duke's in the Final Four, right? Uh, well, I, I yes. Blue Blood's everywhere. I thought St. Peter's was going to pull it off, but uh, nonetheless, here we are. Duke, UNC in the Final Four. I'm so excited for that game. I, can't, I cannot overstate it. I'm so excited. And then what happens a week from Friday, a week from Friday, opening
0: day, oh, yeah. baby. I'm yeah. off on opening day. I'm well, going, to, I'm going I, to a concert. I remember how many times I uh, we uh, for a long time we used to have stat crew parties when uh, we our, our stat crew supplied people to the TV crews and whatever. Yeah. So we always had this little pot that we throw together, get steaks, grill out, and watch the final four game. Well, I don't remember how many years I'd be at Miller Park. Now,
2: fan Field, Fanfield,
0: which I heard Rowdy, uh, the Brewers' first baseman, tell us, tell us was interviewed by Sophia today, and he caught her. She starts said, "Well, at Miller, oops, at, at fan Field, <laughs> it was great." So it's like even the Brewer players still call it Miller Park. But how many times I'd be at the, at the ball game and then r- be racing back for the basketball game that night? Uh, okay. We just always seem to have Opening Day this year. It's pushed back because of the that lockout for a while, but. Uh, yeah, it's a great time. And then the Masters is coming up. I mean, this is a sports fan. Uh, and you've got the NFL draft and the, all, the, all the stuff around. You know. Jason Wilde's got some great stuff out again with the Packers. I mean, I love reading his stuff. So yeah. He's the man in the state you know, for, for Packer football. So uh, yeah, he's been a
2: pretty busy uh, puppy lately too, hasn't oh, he? Oh, he sure has. He sure has. And you can hear Jason Wilde, who Dennis just referenced each day, 9 to noon right here on 100.5 ESPN, the host of Wilde and Tausch. Oh, You want to just crack your mic? I don't know what you're saying to me. You can also hear that on Wisconsin On Demand, the Wisconsin On Demand app, <laughs> or wherever you get your podcasts. That's a company man right there, there Alex. There you go. You, yeah. got it.
0: you guys got that memorized. Com-
2: right? Company man right there. Uh, we'll try to connect with Rob Hamilton, the head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, next. If not, who knows? Maybe we'll talk uh, the slap heard around the world or-, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see that last night? I saw it live, yeah. Wow. Pretty wild, huh? Yeah, Really? Really? And, and then uh, then he ends up winning the Oscar. Yeah, it was wild. Wild wow. night at the Oscars. I, I'm not a, an Oscars guy, but I was into him last night. All right, we'll continue Prep Mania next. It's, it's right here on ESPN Madison.
1: Just like the water window, sings a song sounds like she's singing.
2: Ooh, ooh. Ooh, there's big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Ah, oh, I crack myself up. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings at their Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead locations for painters, assemblers, welders, and a whole lot more. With starting pay at $18 per hour and up, you can learn more about the first and second shift open opportunities at stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Alex Strove, Dennis Semrau with you from the Park Bank, ESPN, Madison Studios. As we wrap up this week's coverage here on Prep Mania, big thanks to Stephanie Hauser, the executive director of the WIA, for joining us a bit earlier in the program. Uh, Dennis, I, I noticed uh, recently that the All-State teams came out for both boys and girls basketball and uh, a couple awards from WIS Sports uh, coming out as well over the course of the last couple days. Saw, as we mentioned a bit earlier, DeForce Max Weisbrot was picked as the state's top senior point guard over some tough competition, like Seth Trimble, who won Mr. Basketball in the state, as well as Chevalier Emery Jr. from Nina, the state champions in Division I. Uh, so big big award there for Max Weisbrod. But uh, the all-state team's coming out. And there's a couple different iterations, if you wouldn't mind explaining that to some uh, maybe that aren't aware. Uh, as far as... Uh, the, there's for, an AP yeah, and a WBCA, yeah, right? Yeah, the WBCA comes up by the coaches.
0: They select... Uh, 10 players for each of the 5 divisions so you got 50 first teamers then they list uh, a dozen or so honorable mentions and uh, we had a number of our local athletes made, uh, made those teams I think uh, when I vote for the AP team I had the Badger, East and West uh, I still say North and South East yeah. and West, the Rock Valley the Swall, the Southwest uh, Wisconsin Conference and I think I threw one other one in there uh, and it was, uh, I think I had about a dozen guys that I put up for it, but uh, and a lot of those guys made the coaches' team, but I only had one, Max made the second team, Jack Campion, who uh, when it came down to head-to-head, Max made the last shot, Jack didn't. But this is where I, you really need to get to state if you want to showcase your players. Yeah. Because if you take a look at the, the uh, boys' all-state team, uh, Leon Bond was the only other unanimous along with Seth Trimble. Leon from Wauwatosa East led them to the state title a year ago. But, uh, I mean, Bond didn't get there, but Luke Hurdle was there, Andrew Rody was there, and Seth Trimble. They were on the first team. Second team was Stephen Clay of Menominee Falls. Got there. Uh, uh, Momsil- Milan Momsilovich from Pewaukee. Yep. Uh, and Ma- uh, but then Max didn't get there, and Jackson Paveletsky from Kimberly. He was at state last year. But, you know, so they had a little bit of rep because they'd been there a year before. Uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science, Tayshawn Bridges, only a sophomore. He's so good. You look at that team, and, and the, uh, just digress a little bit, the coach of the year was Matt and Walker on Collie. The job that, that uh, Coach Joe Garso did to prepare for uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science, who after that the semifinals, we said, you might as well hand out the silver trophy right now because the, the gold ball is going to uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science. But it uh-huh. didn't happen. Now, Ron Roncalli was, winning in Division Four. No, and you look at Joe Rucks, was it Joe, a uh, former coach up there was uh, up at uh, Ron But uh, what Garceau did, and his, his players even commented at the uh, press conference after they won the gold ball. You know, there's nights he doesn't sleep because he gives us like a six page scouting yeah. report. You're going, uh, pretty incredible. Apart a of the college coaches, has got to be pretty impressed with the, what this guy does in high school. Uh, then and, uh, Chevalier Emery, here's an we mentioned it from Nina, was a, was a fourth team. Uh, Sam Grigger from uh, Randolph, Four team, they were at State. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you look at uh, – it, it's difficult when you get to, you know, nominations on people. You know, some people don't put a guy in a ballot, and you're saying, God, he's unanimous. But that's what opinions are for, and that's what discussion is, and it drives websites. So, yeah, Mark, uh, maybe with sports, will get a little more sight because, hey, people are complaining that, well, how did Max get it? Well, he was a great point guard. He and, was terrific. And watching him come in as a skinny freshman who was a three-point shooter and developed to the kind of player he is that, uh, you know, he could be playing D1 ball next year. He chose a D2 school where he's pretty comfortable, but... Uh, I w- we're really hoping from a story standpoint that DeForest could have made it back. His dad announced he's going to retire from coaching after the season. Obviously he wants to watch Max play at the next level, Yeah, and that happens. Uh, you see that a lot with uh, coaches that when their uh, child moves on to the next level, it's time to you know, be a dad or be a mom in some cases. Uh, but, um, and then Campion was another outstanding player, and here's one where his numbers were down a little bit from last year, but his team was better right he got everybody involved and we saw him he could score at will yeah. or he could he can make that incredible pass and uh Right, uh, facilitate. Yeah, he had a great year too. So uh, I was just glad he got some recognition. We're still waiting to hear where he's going to go. He's had some D one, D two interest.
2: Yeah, it makes me sad, Dennis, because I'm a basketball guy at heart. Right, like I played basketball in high school. It just makes me sad when when the season comes to an end, and we've got. I mean, Madison is just littered with these talented individuals, and and you just referenced well, several of them.
0: Yeah, and, and the thing is, is what, the, one of the best parts at state was going to see everybody that we talk about the attendance being down. Well, the herd media herd has been trimmed too over the years, but. Mark Miller was there and the job that he does with the Wisconsin basketball Correctly. yearbook is incredible and just to be able to pick his brain and hear his opinion so if people don't like the fact that he's selected or the players were selected for their player of the year there's a lot of work that goes into that so I don't doubt uh, whenever I see it it's like well, what do you think Mark because you've been around the, the state and it's not just the Madison area or the Appleton area or whatever uh, and yeah, you know, that's what we're going to miss because in the winter what gets us through all those dark days it's seven days of basketball a right. week between the Badgers and, and the Bucks and the high schools. Yeah. And, uh, wow, now we're in the spring. Well, hey, baseball season's coming, spring football. Now we're we're in the next rotation, yeah uh, just like people can't wait or counting the days to the start of NFL football camps. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got the NFL draft coming up in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, we do. But, uh, yeah, it's been a great winter for high school basketball in this area. And just to be able to see the kids get back down and, and the city kids who didn't get – to play a year ago you know the job that uh, uh did over robinson did over at la follette, la follette with his right. guys steve collins madison memorial you look at uh, east um and uh and west getting to play and then we realize how important it is just to compete
2: yeah no i mean it, as you mentioned dennis uh, a lot of those schools didn't have the opportunity to compete last year and the year prior, seasons were cut short in the playoffs, whether you were in or out at that point. Regardless, seasons still cut short, yeah, and you Middleton, lose a year. Middleton
0: played, I think, like eight games a year ago, all on the road like within well, 100, 200 miles away
2: yeah. because that's what they had to do to play. Same with Key, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you had to travel last
0: year. Well, so Or your games were actually your practices exactly, because you couldn't practice uh, in a gym uh, one-on-one. Well, normalcy is back, right, buddy? Yeah, i like to believe so, and uh, looking forward to a great spring uh, sports. And uh, next few weeks we'll talk to uh, some, uh, hopefully looking at some uh, big recruits coming up in the area. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, last year that was, that was kind of fun to have spring football. Never thought I'd call it. And uh, one of the top players to watch next year, Jerry Kaminsky, coach uh, Brian Kaminsky, will be coaching East, Sun Prairie East football. There you uh, go. We're going to have two, uh, two schools next year.
2: There you go. He's the great, the dean. Dennis Semra, I'm Alex Druff, Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. We'll do it again next Monday at 6 o'clock right here on 100.5 ESPN.